Korean people, <laughs> lovely. Korean dictator, no. Korean food, no. lovely. No, Korean no. dictator, no. No. No, it's not it, no. No, Mr. Unnohom. We... Oh, God. No, we need more weapon-grade plutonium. everybody and welcome to episode six of cheat codes aren't cheating you'll never guess what i found that's right more rarer than the female clitoris itself i've only gone and found dark mcr everybody hello yeah he, he, he found me i was down an alleyway behind a bin kind of in a mess he pulled me out he, he he brought me back i had a shower had a shit he gave me a coffee and i'm here yeah it was around the back of nando sucking dicks from one it was a Nando's. I thought it was just like one of those generic chicken shops that you find in like every fucking town. Oh, that's the point. Yeah, it wasn't Nando's. Don't sue us. <laughs> <laughs> I do agree. It did feel like the start of iCarly Dinner. Ah, now you see, somehow the world has changed for me and be so wonderful. Boo, wonderful. Boo, boo. So wake up the. People of our nation. It sounds kind of like something that you'd play for King Jong Un, doesn't it? Imagine if Kim oh Jong Un was on iCarly. Imagine if iCarly was based in North Korea. <laughs> I Kimmy. <laughs> oh God, he started it off. I know, Russie. I stole your nukes for me. <laughs> it is very racist. But when it's against an evil, evil dictator who wants to nuke the world, I don't think it's as offensive. Korean people, yeah, lovely. Korean dictator, no. Korean food, no. lovely. No, Korean no. dictator, no. no. No, it's not it, no. No, Mr. Unnohom. Oh, God. No, we need more weapon-grade plutonium. <laughs> Oh, I woke up today and chose oh, war, just like Kim Jong-un. Hey! Oh, God, I'm going to get the UK nuked. What brought about World War Three? Well, it was a fat Yorkshireman in his bedroom on a Sunday morning <laughs> singing the theme yeah, song to iCarly. Well, looking oh. like a fucking Steve Jobs. Oh, I look better than Steve Jobs. Mate, you punched a seagull out. I didn't punch the seagull. Shut the fuck up. Punching seagulls during nesting season is illegal. You're going to get me in trouble. It wasn't me. I don't know who it was, but whoever did it, thank you for your service. Uh, We've literally been live for like fucking three minutes and I'm already fucking crying. Uh, I just randomly heard a turn and I don't know what on my computer has just died, but something did. Oh, God. That was a good start. Well, I don't know where to go from here. I had I was going to do like a really, really good um, segue to our first uh, first topic off the back of you being rumours because you're never there. And these are things also being rumours because they're not concern confirmed. But now we've started World War Three. So fuck knows. Um, so 
on to the first yeah. topic on the docket. I'm saying docket because Sam loves the word docket. Uh, I, I really do. We have three game rumours. I'm going to save the best to last, but we're going to start off with the first one, which is... It's rumoured we will be getting a remaster of Assassin's Creed Black Flag, or a remake, sorry, not a remaster. I know they're two different things. Um, oh, we're talking about the remaster, not the sequel. Yeah, it's a, it's, yeah it's, so it's, it's a remake. So it's Assassin's Creed 4 being remade in the new engine. Ooh, Which, that might actually take the biscuit that, away from like Origins and... Uh, I say that could be that could be amazing if done correctly yeah but it's ubisoft the people who are putting blockchain in every single game that they make now so you know yay <laughs> what, what 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 do you think do you reckon they're gonna screw the pooch on this like they do everything else they touch part of me is holding out hope because i did so assassin's creed games i haven't played Valhalla much that's something that i need to play a lot more of but Origins and Odyssey, they were some of the best because of the upgrades to the systems. If they do it correctly and they don't fuck us over with blockchains and all that bullshit and just give us the game that we've already known and love in a remastered, glossy, beautiful format and upgrade, I think they'll be fine. But if they do do the blockchain, they're taking something great, they're shitting on it, they're wiping it in and they're expecting us to still love it. <laughs> I, I, I heard the dunk and instantly saw oh. your face. It was like the child has just like fallen over and you know that, that it's sudden change from laughing, laughing, laughing to like that brief second of and then crying. That was you. <laughs> it really hurt, man. I just grabbed my funny bone off the corner of my desk. <laughs> I was trying to be so silent so I didn't interrupt you. I'm so sorry. Uh, it's oh, right. But I do, I do feel like we're Ubisoft, though, with this. I feel like they've been working on Skull and Bones for that long. And then they've sat there going, we're never going to get this game done. What do we do? And then they've decided to pop their heads up above water for a bit and see what Capcom are doing. And thought... Fuck, they've done three of their old games in a new engine and it's worked really well, so let's just do that. Thing is, though, I don't have an issue with that. From Just from a skull and bone, I know it's not on our docket or anything, because I love the word docket. Um, skull and bone looked to be a really good game for, on the first couple of uh, reveals and trailers and stuff. But then you realise that when they were showing the gameplay of it, it was all fully upgraded, end-of-the-line ships. Yeah, they gave us endgame so stuff. What, is, what, what was the early game going to be? So if they're, if they're scratching Skull and Bone or they're just going to release it as a half-assed game, fucking go ahead. But as long as they do not toy and play around with our black flag with the beautiful sea shanties and the amazing story and they just give us the game on the new engine... I will have no issue spending the same amount of money as I did back in the day on Black Flag. I would pay the same amount for the same game just for the glossy graphics and the upgrades um, that will most likely be added. Oh, they bring the multiplayer with it. I really, Ooh. I really enjoyed because I don't know if you remember it. They had a, a multiplayer mode called Wolf Pack, 
mm. where you had to go around and kill AI targets as a team, and you had to do it within a certain time frame, and obviously it added more time as you got the kills, and eventually if you ran out of time, you failed. And you got some awesome rewards for beating that game. I remember I used to play Wolfpack all the time with my mate Callum, and then the kind of when they re-released Black Flag for the last gen because obviously it was a 360 and ps3 exclusive originally well uh, not exclusive but you know what i mean um and then they re-released it for the next gen they didn't bring the multiplayer across with it i don't think no i i can't remember i completely forget that it was a 360 game yeah it's so long yeah, ago <laughs> it is but it's a timeless classic it's like i, I know that it got shafted but assassin's creed 3 i loved i loved 3 Three was one of my favorites. It got shafted. It was but a shame. It was a shame it... the way three went. But yeah. So, but yeah. They, going back to this one though, I do, I do feel like, and we, as long as I don't try and push the blockchain shit, and they actually stick with what it is, I reckon it could be a success. I'd pay, like you said, you'd pay full price. I'd pay full price. It's one of my the favorite Assassin's Creed. Exactly. It's everyone's cult. It's one of everyone's cult classic Assassin's yeah. Creed games. There's always one game that everyone flocks to, and that's either Black Flag or, I would say, Brotherhood or Three or yeah. Origins. I, I must admit, when I'm stuck for someone to do, I tend to lean towards the Ezio series a lot. Yeah. So, like, give us the the, the updated graphics. For Black Flag, I'll pay full price for it. Just don't fuck with it to the point where you're putting blocks and shit like that in. Yeah. If you do that, Ubisoft's going to go down in in the rankings of a decent developer. Well, they did it with um, Breakpoint, didn't they? When they saw that Breakpoint was failing, they thought, how can we save this game? I know, NFTs. I was like, who the fuck looked at that and thought, you know what, I've got a really good idea. The, the the whole fact of breakpoint, you compare that to Wildlands. Wildlands was a fucking masterpiece, and they tried to live up to the masterpiece that was Wildlands, and they failed on every account, in my opinion. Yeah, I couldn't get into breakpoint because it was just such a skewed it, it, story. It, it, I liked it. I thought the story <laughs> was good, but I feel like there was too much going on at once. The menus were awful to navigate. It was hard to find what you needed to do next. The map was to see me the whole way through the one thing i liked about wildlands is even though it was a huge map all the regions were different whereas yeah. with breakpoint it was all just jungle and forests yeah. and maybe some lakes and <sighs> it just it felt a bit i have a love-hate relationship with ubisoft i regularly buy their games but i think the company's a piece of shit and their whole blockchain nft is just stupid and i feel like the fact that everything's linked to the uplay is stupid considering i use, i bought some microtransaction stuff in valhalla and then when my uplay account got hacked and i lost it and i had to make a new uplay i lost all the stuff i'd paid real money for it wasn't linked to my xbox account or my save yeah that stupid yeah, shit ever that they need to sort there's there's things that as a company they need to sort but I mean, I'm I'm the same. I pay for all, nearly all of the Ubisoft games. Yeah. Do I sit down and actually play them all? Not really. Assassin's Creed's probably the only franchise that I've gone through and played the most yeah. of. But if they can just sort out all their shit and give us Black Flag with glossy graphics, with no added bullshit, I think it'll be a really good move for them. Yeah. Especially with Skull and Bone, like... 
Bing. going from hype, hype, hype to disappointment, disappointment even more. Yeah. To the point where just put it in the fucking bin and just forget about it. Yeah. Skull and Bones, and this is actually quite fitting considering the theme of the game, is literally dead in the water. <laughs> Which I think's brilliant. It's a perfect pun. Good show, good show. Um, that, but, was, that, was, that, that was a beautiful transition there, mate. <laughs> yeah, so from one company that we feel needs a remaster to get back in good graces to another company that the remaster might just increase the love we have for them, especially since the last remaster remakes they did weren't great. Uh, there have been rumours. It has been leaked from going back to Korea, actually. Hi, Kimmy. Um... It has been leaked by a Korean online storefront that next year we are getting a new unannounced Red Dead game. I have heard this too. Now, um, what do you think it's going to be? I don't think it's going to be a new game. I think it's going to be something to do with Red Dead Redemption 1. The only different, the I, only thing is I don't know what context that's going to be in. What I think it's going to be is Red Dead... I, it, it's a leak that's been heard, not just from the career. I, th- I think it's going to be Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare Remaster. Ooh. A Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare 2. That's not a bad shout. Cause... I mean, it would be fitting that they've got the full game with, like, actual timepiece Western. Undead Nightmare did fucking amazing. Like, it I did. loved that game. It became a cult classic, did Undead Nightmare. Yeah. So it would be fitting for them to do an Undead Nightmare a little bit further back from the John Mason story with Arthur Morgan. Yeah. See, my thoughts on it was, are they going to give us... Because I know, obviously, there was a period where they were making a remaster of... A remake of Red Dead 1 in Red Dead 2's engine, and then it got scrapped. My wonders were, is it going to be that one made for current gen? Because I would love that. Being able to literally play all the way through Arthur's story into John's and then boot up the new Red Dead 1 and play through that in the same engine with the whole map. So you have, like, the new area, the main area from the first game, and then Mexico as well. That would be insane. But then my other thought process is, what it could also quite easily be, could it just be Red Dead 1 for Switch? I hope it's not... Red Dead 1 for Switch because Red Dead's a huge game and my Switch could not fucking handle it. I reckon it could handle Red Dead 1. Red Dead 2 definitely not, but I reckon Red Dead Redemption 1 could be quite... Considering you, you, they might do Witcher on a Switch. Oh, uh, yeah. But it would just be... I, I hope that it's a remaster and as you said, Red Dead 1. But I hope that they do it in the sense that if they're doing Red Dead 1... They do Undead Nightmare and remaster that at the same time. Yeah. And release it as a whole package, new gen, great quality, like great um, visuals. And you can play through, as you said, Arthur Morgan, John Mor- uh, John Marston. John Morrison. I nearly said that. And then quite, in, in, into Jack. The WWE star. <laughs> yeah, because it would be um, cool to sit there and you play John and then you play. Uh, they played Arthur, sorry, then you played John, then you played Jack. But I also want a spin-off game with Sadie. 
I would love a spin-off game with Sadie, and I've mentioned this in some, like, forums online and stuff, and people are like, No one wants a Red Dead game where the main protagonist's a woman. I'm like, no, you don't want one where the main protagonist's a woman. I don't care about the fact that Sadie's a woman, I care about the fact that Sadie's fucking cool, man. That's the thing, there's so many fucking characters that they could do extra games or spin-offs or, like, little 40-hour pieces with. Even it not like a an open world thing or taking the open world that they've got now and just putting it back a little bit with like some of the characters that we've seen. Yeah, I, oh, I, I don't know. I think if it's the remaster of one, I'm gonna cry at the end. Uh, <laughs> I cry every time I play Red Dead, whether it's hackers or story. So, I, I, I cry every time I play Red Dead because. I watch it so many times on YouTube when I'm watching like the top ten like biggest point the biggest endings or finales in games, and that is always at like number three or two, at yeah. Every game, and I cry. I shed a tear every time. So going back and seeing it in a glossy way, I think it'll be really good to see. But it's also going to hit me right in the feels, and I will be a blubbering mess the first time I watch it. I have noticed, though, weirdly, that a lot of people seem to have come back to Red Dead. Like, my sister's come back to Red Dead. Me and Claw have been playing Red Dead recently. <laughs> Next up, Nick, he's been playing Red Dead. You're playing Red Dead. I've seen so many news yeah, articles I'm about Red with, Dead. Um, the missus. Yeah. So many people are playing Red Dead now, and it's just kind of come out of nowhere. And I'm like, I'm, it's nice to see this game, considering Rockstar have sort of left it, abandoned it and shit, that the community is still there. I actually really love that. Well, the thing is, it's it's the whole Rockstar game scenario, isn't it? GTA, for a very long time, didn't have anything going for it. It was just a standard game. And yeah. yes, with that game, they've released updates and updates and updates with heists and new flying vehicles and stuff. But Rockstar, they make games that last. Yeah, It kind of goes on to the, the following topic that we're going to be going on to after the Red Dead. They make games that are so monumental that last. I mean, GTA's had how many fucking years of being like near the top of every gaming list? Yeah. Over a decade. Yeah, it's Red kind of well. kind of insane. But it's, it's stuff like I could still happily go back and play Bully, LA Noir, uh like Liberty City Story, San Andreas, Vice City. Them games are so old now and so janky, and I could still happily go back and play them. Maybe not the remasters, because they were terrible, but... The, the, the remasters were really shit, but when you go back and play the old... Yeah, the actual graphics, original ones, it's so fun. Like, like our good friend uh, Rufy used to do, playing yeah. through the entire storyline of Vice City, then San Andreas, or vice versa, and just watching that as an adult. Yeah. They're timeless classics that will always go down, and you can always revisit them, jam out to those old tunes that you forgot about, or live in your head rent-free. It is, but, it well, is something. But I feel like that's a similar thing for me. I have a similar relationship with Rockstar Games to what I do with CDPR games, which is no matter how long it's been, I can just kind of pick them up and crack on. Like, even if I'm halfway through a game, I can just pick up and carry on where I left off, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because they're so no, well designed that I don't need to sit there and think, shit, what button's this again? Everything just kind of flows and it's natural and the world's there well, if you just the do thing. what you want. It's just, I love it so much. 
that's the thing it's it's all the same i mean red dead gta the same controller structure and i hadn't played red dead for about four years before coming back in like the last two months playing through it starting a brand new fresh account through my xbox yeah and just going through like the campaign or doing the online with um with my partner it's like at the end of the day those are games that you can just dip in and out of yeah and if they are releasing a new one or remastering a new one or giving us undead night and red dead undead nightmare 2 i'm i'm happy with whatever they throw at us as long as it again doesn't fall under that same ubisoft way of blockchains and yeah. microtransactions well, I, think, and I, think, like I think we're safe with rockstar oh. i do think with rockstar no matter what they release it's even if it's short even if it's not what we particularly wanted i reckon it's still gonna be something that's gonna be be a success because it's rockstar it's yeah. very rare very very rare they swing and miss which is a good thing but going from one company that doesn't swing and miss to a company that misses a lot yet is somehow still beloved we have one more game leak and this is going to confuse everybody during uh, a recent hearing and discussions um, between the whole like Xbox buying Bethesda thing for the whole Activision Blizzard acquisition, a lawyer has announced in 2026 we will be getting Elder Scrolls 16. Now, I don't want to say they've missed a few. But I'm pretty sure there's a mistake been made there. <laughs> unless. Now, the only way that it will be unless. Are we taking each individual version of Skyrim <laughs> as a separate version? The standard, the deluxe, the special, the anniversary. I mean, you've got like six fucking versions of Skyrim. So this, the ES16 is a realistic fucking yeah. thing. Well, realistically, though, <laughs> if they were to go through them properly now, if it was to be true and it was to be 16, we'd basically need to get a new Elder Scrolls game every couple of months. So... Clear your bank accounts and your schedules, people. No. I think it's quite obvious they're talking about six. The the lawyer's just forgotten what number it is. It's like, uh, six, uh, 16. 16. That's got 16. And Todd Howard's somewhere going, shut the fuck up! <laughs> I um, mean, that guy's probably in someone's basement tied to a chair being yeah. waterboarded for, like, his fucking bad jujus that he's yeah. just done. The 16 stands for 16 times <laughs> the detail. Um, 16 times the fucking price once you've got all of the fucking DLCs and shit with it. But realistically, I think we can assume they're talking about Elder Scrolls 6 he's just got the number wrong. But if that's the case, 2026 is a lot sooner than I thought we'd have been seeing it. I don't know about Does you. That also, so you know the reveal trailer that we got? Yes. Is that the one that the reveal trailer was? Yes. Okay, so it's going to be a little bit fucking Because they, they did say, didn't they, it was going to be after Starfield and then after the next Elder Scrolls we get another Fallout game. So I reckon with the way they have uh, this thing of showing games way too early, I reckon maybe next year we'll probably get something on Fallout 5. 
That's if they do you, a Fallout no, I, Five. I, I, I hope that they don't do a Fallout reveal next year. I hope that they turn around and just give us more, like a trailer, not just the teaser trailer that lasts about ten fucking seconds, but like a proper trailer for Elder Scrolls yeah. or the late the new Elder Scrolls. Give us a, give us some hope that we can look at it and go. Oh, there's bits of Skyrim, there's bits of ESO, there's bits of Morrowind and, and, and all that. And you can see that it's going to be, again, another game that is going to last decades. Yeah. Because let's be honest, the Skyrim came out, I remember being in a game in one of the local towns to me at probably 14, 15 years old, pleading yeah. and begging with my parents to get me Skyrim under the pretense that I played the absolute shit out of it. To this day, I probably got 50 fucking playthroughs doing everything the same, trying to do it differently, playing it like a mage or a, a, a barbarian. Not always finishing whatever. up Stealth Archer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did the same. I was sat there when you I know. started my latest personal playthrough, like not including the one I did on stream for Alpha. Um, I started off as a, a battle mage using only summoning spells. And even with them, it got to a point, I was still a stealth archer, I was just summoning the bow. So I never ran out of arrows, and I was sat there going, I've done it again. Why? It's, like, ah, it's, it's such a it's fun one to play. Thieves, it, once you've got the Thieves Guild armor, yeah, because it looks fucking sick. Yeah, once you've got the Nightingale stuff, you've you're got... unstoppable. Yeah. But I, I'm happy for it, uh, Elder Scrolls 16 or 6 or whatever the fuck we're calling it. Elder Scrolls 42 and a half. But yeah, Elder no, Scrolls I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Elder Scrolls Deluxe Anniversary Special Edition. Big chungus pack. Yeah. What I'll do then is I was going to move this one further down, but I forgot that it was kind of connected to what we're talking about now. So I'll move this one up to the next one. So... Obviously, as we were talking about, that all, all, whole thing with Elder Scrolls came out because of the talks about Xbox's exclusivity stuff and off the back of the Activision Blizzard stuff. Now, the CMA, I can't remember what that stands for. It's um, not like the consumer... I don't know, I but, it, but the CMA have tried to delay the Microsoft trial to decide whether it's okay for them to go ahead. Uh, Sarah says CMA stands for Country Music Awards. I don't think it does in this context. I don't think Billy Ray Cyrus is deciding if Microsoft can buy Activision Blizzard. On, I know she's your sister and everything, but Sarah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um... The, the CMA have turned around and said that they want to delay the trial again. I think basically what they're doing is they're just trying to delay the trial as much as possible so that Microsoft start thinking, right, this isn't worth wasting all our money on, so we're just going to sack it off. Um, the UK court, the ones who are ultimately going to be deciding whether this goes ahead or not, this deal, have turned around and said, no, you are not delaying it. It is scheduled for the 28th of July. You have plenty of time to prepare. If you don't, sucks to be you. That is basically the response I've been given. So this this is going ahead at the end of the month, whether they like it or not. Which I don't think there's anything they can really do to stop the deal going through. Because they're not breaking any laws. They're not breaking any laws. And the fact is, 
the UK is one of the only countries that is blocking this. Every other week, you are seeing a new thing saying this country accepts and is all for the deal to go through. And whether it's because Sony is paying the UK some fucking hefty money because we're so, so in debt that they're, they're putting the UK as the problem child. I don't know. But why block it? Well, this is the thing. It's the not U- going like I said, to be the, a bad thing. The UK is the only one blocking it. So if this goes through in the UK, that's it. There's nothing standing in their way. Even, so, even the head of Sony, or the head of uh, PlayStation, has said around said that he doesn't like the fact that there's exclusives, but it's not anti-consumer. He gets it. It's part of the part of the industry. When the head of PlayStation is saying that, how are people sitting there saying, "Oh no, it's not right"? When when you've got Phil Spencer turning around saying, <laughs> "We're not doing this to make everything an exclusive to stop PlayStation being able to use our stuff or to then charge them double the money for the rights to have that game on their console," it's not for that. They want, from what I can understand, the deal is to get gaming in the hands of everyone through Xbox Cloud and Activision Blizzard. That's big fucking titles that, unfortunately, Activision side of things, they're going downhill. They're not the same beloved timeless classics that we we remember, like Modern Warfare 2, Black Ops, all that sort of stuff. It's not that anymore. Lord Nightmare, but... thank you. CMA's Competition and Markets Authority. Oh, thank you. Chat's got us covered, like always. You guys know more than always. us. Thank you very much. <laughs> we, we, we just say random words on this podcast. You make it all make sense. Yeah, I start World War Three. Sam gets John Masson's name wrong three times in one sentence. And you guys educate us. That's how it works. Sarah, you are not close with Country Music Awards. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, Christ. But yeah, no, the, the, but the thing is, though, with the whole like, buying stuff, it's like, it's like they're saying it's anti-consumer and that's why they bought Bethesda was came off. No, Microsoft literally bought Bethesda because they found out that PlayStation were trying to pay Bethesda to not put their games on Xbox. So they had to buy it to ensure it released on Xbox. Like, and the thing is, any Bethesda title that's come out since then has been on PlayStation, so they've not, not done, like, it hasn't. done the opposite. It hasn't. Wait, wait, Redfall. Which, which game? Not that that's... Oh, fuck off with that fucking bin. That, that Red, 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 Redfall's PS5 version was halfway done yes. when they bought it and they scrapped it after saying they wouldn't. Which is naughty, I agree. But then again, having as a PlayStation user, PlayStation users in chat and listeners, think about it. You've seen the state that Redfall released in for the console that didn't get cancelled. Do is it really a big loss that it wasn't on PlayStation? I think it was more of a mercy killing, personally. So I played that game for an hour on Xbox, and it was the biggest load of shit I've ever played. Biggest thing, though, to take from it is. They're both as bad as each other, both Xbox and oh, PlayStation. If they, if they just took this fucking console war as a healthy thing to better both the consoles, it'd be great. But they're going to shady, like, street tactics yeah. to fuck the other one over. Now, PlayStation, they're going to say, oh, you can't do it, you can't do it. Like this... um acquisition of activision blizzard you can't do it because you're gonna fuck us over <clears throat> fine 
Phil Spencer and Xbox have come out and said, no, we're doing it because at the end of the day, that company's failing and we yeah. have the money to buy it to try and make it better again. And we're not going to like stop you from having those titles on your consoles and stuff. Fuck it. I want Warcraft on console. Warcraft on console want... would be amazing. <clears throat> Warcraft on console would rival ESO. And oh, 100%. And everything like that. If, if, if Warcraft... That's one thing that limits me with Warcraft is you have to be at a computer. And it's very rare I can be asked coming up here off stream and sitting and playing a game. But if Warcraft was on consoles, I would probably... Because I still play ESO quite a bit. I'd probably scrap ESO and go on to that. 100%. I, I, you wouldn't see me for another fucking 15 years. I have dedicated <laughs> so much fucking time. Three... No, four accounts for Warcraft. I I wouldn't be seen anywhere else. I'd get myself that brand new um, Xbox Series S or X, the three hundred and fifty nine quid one. Is that the, the black, black the Black Series S? Yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. pretty a sexy console. I, that, honestly, you as buy soon that as it just moves, for Warcraft. The money I'm buying it. I, I'd buy that just for Warcraft, so that I had next gen graphics. I'd get a four K TV to get four K. And yeah, yeah, I, you wouldn't see me. The podcast, I'll I'll be doing it while I'm raiding or mythic. Fuck off! I pulled an all nighter, Sam. What are you <laughs> doing, mate? Um, I'm just sat here, just uh, I, I, I'm just killing this boss for the sixteenth time this evening on my eighteenth character. Um, okay, we got the podcast. All right, mate. I'll be there in a second. Just let me get this kill out of the way. You just have that clicky, 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 to... clicky, clicky while playing. And then you I have could to just see, turn I could see you doing that. No, it did not see me doing it. I am going to do it, you motherfucker. <laughs> to be fair, though, it's good because, like we've been told, if Elder Scrolls Six is coming in 2026, it gives us plenty of time that like, you could sit and sink some more hours into Warcraft. I'm going to be doing the same when Starfield releases. Between Starfield and Phantom Liberty, because Phantom Liberty is like a reboot of the whole uh, whole Cyberpunk game because it's like 2.0. I can't wait. I can't wait. The whole, can't wait. Yeah, all the it's mechanics are changing and everything. I'm going to be starting a new playthrough of that. So between Starfield and Cyberpunk, I'm going to be indisposed for about a year. And when the reboot comes along, I might genuinely do... Like when I get around to it again, I might genuinely do Cyberpunk on stream. I don't know. Uh, yeah, because I tried. I tried it before when I cared more about numbers. When it was like I got to a point where I'd started hitting like double figures, hitting sometimes twenties in streams regularly, and I tried to play Cyberpunk and not a lot of people vibed with it, and I stopped playing it, and I I, I regretted cancelling it. But now I've started giving less of a shit about my numbers. I'm like fuck it. I'm gonna go play Cyberpunk on stream again. I want to. Is it so, multiplayer? Cyberpunk? No. Fuck. I was gonna say. Play with me. Fucking... Well, there was supposed to be that cyberpunk multiplayer project, wasn't there? But they scrapped it. Annoyingly. Because that would have been awesome. Sad. <laughs> but yeah, so Activision Blizzard. The get UK it. Yeah, UK just needs to pull their fingers out of their ass, go, all right, let's just fucking do it. Let's just yeah. allow it because everyone else in the world is saying, yeah, let's go ahead and let them do it. Yeah. And let's just see what fucking happens, because at the end of the day, we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, the worst that could happen is PlayStation lose Call of Duty, and, oh no, we're going to have to start making Killzone again. You know, one of their best flagship titles that they had on PS2. 
the, the... Oh no, you you guys have got the thing is you've got Killzone, which is like the modern um, yeah. Call of Duties. Then you've got Resistance, yeah. which is the Future. Black Ops. Yeah, it's like your alien Call of Duties. Yeah. You just fucking make yeah. those titles between Killzone and Resistance. Dad. It would be so good. My dad has only just gone and got a PlayStation and is starting to play the old PlayStation exclusives. Oh. And he said that Resistant, he's literally just completed Resistance 1, moved on to Resistance 2, and he yeah. fucking loved it. The Resistance games were amazing. I never yeah. had a PS3, but I remember going round to my mate's house and he had a PS3 and playing Resistance at his house. I had such a good time. I can't remember which Resistance it was, but I remember, I, like, as well, yeah, I remember my next door neighbor once lent me a sleeve of, like, pirate games <laughs> when I was a kid. And one of the games was a, a PS2 copy of. Pardon me, I'm saying PS2 copy like it wasn't actually a PlayStation exclusive, but they, I remember they gave me a copy of Killzone 2. I played that to death. Oh, like Sarah just said, uh, the Die Hard trilogy game on PS1, I remember that with the pedals and light gun. That was awesome. There were so many cool things, and PlayStation have just kind of left them out to die, and it's kind of sad. I'm not gonna lie. The thing, the thing is, I know it's off topic before we move on to the next, but you've got PlayStation that's got like a handful of exclusives. You've got your Horizon, you've got your God of War. Yeah. PlayStation have a few exclusives, but great exclusives. Xbox, on the other hand, have a lot of exclusives. Not the but best the, the thing is, um, I, I feel like ninety percent of the exclusives Xbox have are indie games that they've just given a platform to. But then you look at sort of like the games and stuff. You look at, for example, God of War. I would say Xbox's rival to God of War is going to be Fable. Oh fuck yes! Killzone oh, and yes. yeah, Killzone, Halo. You had yeah. um, Gran Turismo, Forza. I'm trying to think of what I don't. I'm trying to think of what PlayStation's gears would have been. I'm not sure. I reckon gears would have been resistance back in you the reckon? day. I'm 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 saying that resistance was the gears of war yeah. of the PlayStation. And then play, PlayStation just... have uh, the forest. Xbox have grounded. Like this parallels there. But they are fighting against each other. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what big sort of RPG that Xbox has that would be like Xbox's rival to Horizon. I'm trying to think. There's got to be something, surely. But I can't. I'm blanking on what it could be. I'm blanking on. Are you surely out of this? No, fuck surely. Um, I don't know what Xbox's um. Do you know what Xbox exclusive I am pissed off never existed? I'm really upset that we never got Scalebound. Scalebound should have been amazing. Also, uh, they've got Last of Us, we've got State of Decay. Last of Us is a lot better, but we've still got State of Decay. Uh, so, Scalebound... I like State of Decay. I do. So, um, Scalebound was a third-person RPG... It gave me sort of like Devil May Cry vibes with the art style, but you played a person with a, with a, a dragon arm, and that gave them a link to they could talk to a dragon and ride a dragon, and it looked fucking amazing. 
and it was supposed to be the launch exclusive to go with the Xbox One release back in the day. And it never came to fruition. They cancelled it, and I was fucking heartbroken because it looked amazing. Your character had these headphones on and a Walkman, and he'd put well, it wasn't a Walkman because Sony would have gone ape shit. But he had like an MP3 player. He'd put the little head- headphones on over the top, and then he just—it was fucking insane. It looked beautiful. I'll send you a link to it after stream. But yeah, Tomb yeah, Raider and Uncharted—that's a good, good comparison. Even though Tomb Raider was only timed exclusives, wasn't it? Um, there was some. Um... Going back to your question about RPGs, you had Lost Odyssey. Lost Odyssey? I don't remember that one. It was an exclusive for Xbox, but it was a, it was quite a good RPG game. Hmm. Like, if you look at what we've got, we've actually... We actually had some good stuff, man. Hi-Fi Rush was one of my favourite Xbox exclusives in a while, though, I've got to admit. Nightmare, thank you for the hydrate. You were... Uh... You went mad with that high rise, high fire it was rush. So it was so fun. It was great. It was it's so like every brilliant. It's like child's fucking dream. It was, it's it was amazing. Chaos. I'm still yet to finish it, but it was so, 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 so good. But yeah, so. Going on from one legal case about gaming, we have another one in the news. And this will be one that is the music to the ears of a lot of people. The Dutch government is going to ban loot boxes in games. Is that just for their country? Like, they're not going to allow it in their specific country? That's just for their country at the minute. That's just for their country at the minute. Well, because they're part of the EU, it's likely going to have a knock-on effect. Um, But basically... the, The UK won't get affected by it then? Probably not, but I feel like if it does have a knock-on effect with the entire of the EU... That's such a large portion of gamers that aren't going to be able to access loot boxes. It makes you wonder, are they just going to scrap loot boxes and find another way to make money? Because because I feel like a lot of companies now have sort of ditched the loot box system and gone to the battle pass system where you, it's no longer gambling because you can see what you're going to get. You've just got to put the time in to get them. Or if you don't have the time, you can buy your skips. I have never been, I've never been against a battle pass in any game with call of duty i used to buy every season's battle pass to get all of the skins and and stuff like that and the xp boosts and stuff i think battle passes because it's something that yes you pay a bit more money to but you get you get to see what you're going to get and at the end of it you have a big shiny reward yeah loot boxes on the other hand when you're buying a crate that's like oh i could get something really fancy or i could just get a load of fucking trash that i've just spent couple of quid 10 quid 20 quid whatever if they go for battle passes i'm happy with that because it's an optional thing that i can do and if i go through and go oh there's nothing on there that i want and i'm not going to play this game i just won't get it well i think my favorite thing about a battle pass is you can buy it whenever you can progress it because they always have every single place always has the free stuff and the premium stuff and so you can progress it even if you don't own it and the one thing i've always loved with a battle pass is there's nothing stopping you from hitting the top level of that battle pass without owning it and then sitting there and going right what can i actually get from this if i pay it because i'm already at the top so it doesn't matter and then looking at it and going all right i'll pay for it and i'll unlock all this stuff instantly i like that choice because you you, exactly you know what you're going to get it's not gambling anymore um but 
I must admit, I, I do that with Genshin quite a bit. That's my game of choice at the moment. And when I'm playing through, I complete my battle pass and then I do have to just go through and go, okay, so I can get this, 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 and this for this price. Okay, that's worth it because it's going to yeah. be a strong increase of things. It's And the thing is with games like Genshin, it's things that you're actually going to work like use to yeah. better your characters to build them up. Whereas other games, it's skins that don't have any fucking meaning yeah. other than looking kind but of. I, suppo cool. I suppose the difference is I, mm. I don't think is I've never played Genshin. Is the PvP in Genshin or is it mainly just PVE? It's PVE. Exactly. So like you Genshin. can you can have stuff that increases your character's defense, attack stuff like that. Whereas with stuff like Overwatch. If you give them stuff that is more than just purely cosmetic, then it gives an unfair advantage to those paying for the premium. You know what I mean? So I do, I do get in certain games why it has to work differently. I do feel like the I way that it works for Genshin works for you. What your issues call of duty? Is that because they give you the yeah, blueprints just... that are ridiculously fucking overpowered? What you mean, like the tracer bullets when that first came to Warzone and the first yeah. tracer bullet pack came in and it was like, oh, there's no difference in the damage that your bullets do, but there fucking is because I get slaughtered by them. So you know what? If you can't beat them, you fucking enjoy them. Yeah. And I bought that fucking tracer pack. But uh, again, Activision Blizzard though, shady dealings. It's like when they made that rose skin, a lot of people bought it because it was a black skin. It was good for camouflage. And then because it was such a broken skin, rather than offer people a refund and remove the skin, they changed the skin to something hideous. And everyone was like, well, I don't want this skin. Now. I want my money back. And they're like, well, no, because you bought it. It's like, this isn't the skin they've bought. They bought. That's like that's like them buying a jumper and you're going, oh, that jumper's ugly. I'm going to give them a fucking sandal, but just one. And then you're going, well, you paid for it. You bought it. You wanted it. It's like, yeah, I wanted the one I bought, not the one you've fucking given me now. Yeah. It's... It's it, ridiculous. It's it's not a good way of practicing. No. No. Yeah. So uh, I think. So you go. Sorry. I I think with the the Netherlands ban, because there's only been a handful of uh, countries that have banned loot boxes so far. I think this could be the beginning of the end of loot boxes. Yeah. If it's a knock-on effect throughout Europe, it will then be a knock-on effect for the rest of the world. Yeah. It's just. It needs to go. Loot boxes, they've not been good since they were they first came out. They're not good. And it's about time that we said goodbye. Yeah. Well, apparently, I, I, I might be wrong with this, but the reason it's taken so long for these to go is the initial law didn't have anything against loot boxes, so they couldn't put in legislation against loot boxes. So the Dutch have waited until there's been a moment where they can amend some laws and they have amended a law to give them the platform to change the legislation on loot boxes. So they've adjusted a whole law around this just so they can basically say, I Overwatch, fuck you. And jobs are gone. I'm saying he's an Overwatch because it's a picture of an Overwatch um, loot box I've got in front of me. But there's that. So that, that's officially going. So if you are living in the Netherlands, good for you. You've been cured of the cancerous side of gaming or one of the cancerous sides of gaming. Uh, and yeah, hopefully yeah. everyone else in the EU, it will hopefully soon be coming to you. But let's go from a positive EU gaming story to a negative one, shall we, Samuel? I've been waiting for this one to come up, honestly. 
Now, everyone remembers back in the days when uh, GTA came out initially, there was that dude who killed someone and everyone blamed Grand Theft Auto. And it was proven by psychiatrists and everyone since. My sister in chat did criminal psychology in university and she also did a study on how video games don't actually affect people's psyche and cause them to be nutcases. But oh no, that doesn't matter. Because good old Macron in France is blaming the current riots on video games. He's also blamed TikTok and Snapchat. Like, fuck you, dude. So, for anyone who doesn't know, I'm going to... It's going to go a bit more serious at the minute. This is... I'm going to give you a load on what's happening in France for anyone who doesn't know. So, I don't know the context of it, but uh, French police... I'm not sure when it was. I think it was a few, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, French police shot and killed a 17-year-old boy. I don't know why. I don't know the context of it. That's not my place to comment. But that's where all this has come about. So as you can imagine, the police have done this and everyone's kicked off, which you would. It's a, it's a kid. They've killed a kid. Um, there's been fires, riots. They've put thousands of police on the streets to try and fight people. I think people are getting tear gas in the streets, shot with rubber bullets and stuff. It's It's insane. And yeah, for some reason, Macron thinks playing video games is gonna... Now, considering one of the most popular games last year, I'm pretty sure, was Animal Crossing. Now, unless they're hitting policemen with watering cans and fishing rods, I don't think you can rightly blame games. But, you know... What, what What's your opinion, Sam? Just thinking about all the shit that's going on in France at the moment, it's very reminiscent of the America police shooting of George Floyd, oh, which 100%. then started the Black Black Lives Matters um, movement because of um, like the police brutality and stuff like that. Yeah, and I'm not going to comment on that. I that's in the past. I support anyone that's gone through any anything like that, but. The fact that France are blaming video games for riots. Is this really 10, 20 years ago when video games were brand new? Video games don't cause don't cause, don't cause violence. I don't wake up in the morning, play a bit of GTA and say I'm going to go rob a car. I do. And the, fact that the, and the fact that the police, I don't know the context behind what happened in France to initiate all the riots, other than what you've just said. But... If a 17-year-old kid has been killed by police, they're looking for a way to get out of it. They're looking for a scapegoat. And they're choosing video games, which I think is disgusting. Instead of taking fucking responsibility for it. Um, I just... It's just why... Because obviously over there, their police are armed. I believe so, yes. And they will have done because the the lad was shot and killed, so I'm assuming so. Yeah. The only time in the UK that we have armed police is at certain events, but it seems like a full-on thing for France. What they should really be blaming is the weapon culture and the police culture with the whole fact of handling weapons. You just have to take the similarities between 
France and then what happened in America. But don't come and blame video games because let's be honest, how many video games you don't play Fortnite and think I'm going to build a tower and shoot someone from it because it's not fucking real. Yeah. It's graphics on a fucking screen. And I'm sorry, but video games make me want to stay indoors and continue playing these games. Yeah. Not go out and uh, Any, anyone actually playing games is too poor to leave the house yeah. except the dutch because they're being protected by their government um the rest of us are too poor but the, whatever his fucking name is mackerel whoever oh, the fucking french <laughs> fucking mackerel i've heard so much bad shit about him like how he's not he's popular games why the fuck is he still in power why the fuck is he still the the voice of that country? Yeah. If he, I know that he's been through a lot of shit. So why don't they do what they do like they did here with, um, unfortunately, Theresa May? When when we thought, oh, she's not oh, doing a job right. Oh, good Theresa. We kicked her out. Do it. This, do the same with fucking mackerel face, whatever is fucking <laughs> snarly a mackerel face cunt. Stop. <laughs> Don't call him snail eater. It's racist. Okay. Mackerel face is fine. Do they eat snails over in France? Yes, yes. or no? So it's not fucking racist. It's just the fucking facts, you little twat. This is what i got to deal with. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, People are lashing out of, um, against the, the claiming it's racial profiling and the calling for greater police accountability. And in doing the riots, um, it does say uh, they have lit thousands of cars on fire, attacked schools, town halls, police station, banks, and businesses, and nearly set a thousand buildings ablaze. I don't agree with the way they're going about it because a lot of them businesses and cars and schools have hit. Probably ain't going to affect the government in the slightest. And I don't, I've never understood the setting things on fire because the only person that endangers is the people setting them on fire and the fire service who have to put it out. Now, the fire service didn't shoot the kid, the police did. So I disagree yeah. with that. But I do also agree that people have a right to riot because it is discussing what's done. But I know they've got the tag in Snapchat as well. He's good old mackerel face. That's going to be his name for the rest of the podcast now. Because um, thing. you did, because um, the, the people are sharing the information about it. And Snapchat have come out and said, look, we do have a duty of care. However, we cannot take down factual factual stuff. If, it, if the news is real, if it's not misinformation, we won't remove it. Which rightly so you can't just turn around and say that they're part causing the problem because people are sharing the fact that they've killed a kid because they killed a kid they can't just sweep that, that under the rug and blame snapchat for yeah. letting people share it and what, pretend like it never fucking happened what, what, what's the facts there is a 17 year old that is no longer with us yeah and it uh, and came to his demise or end at, at the, the hands, hands of the police of the police now Yes, with the social media developments in the world, news travels a lot quicker without having all the facts. Literally, you can go from something happening to minutes later, someone posted about it, shared a video about it 
online. Yeah, which I feel like is a blessing and, and a curse because it does mean that a lot of the time the context is lost. Like we've explained here, we don't know the context of why this kid was killed, but I don't know about you, but in my mind, I don't think there's ever a reason for a 17-year-old to be murdered. Unless he was no, straight up right, shooting this, at the police, but I've not read anything about that, yeah. so I'm going to imagine that didn't happen. There's no reason. If he wasn't threatening anyone with a weapon of any sort, or he had gone round and beat up a load of people. Yeah. Now, if those two things happen, some strategies and some justice is deserved, not yeah. the killing of someone. Well, that's the thing. He, that at, seven, at 17 years old... Force. At 17 years old, unless he's actively shooting back at them, which I feel like if there was, we'd have heard something. There's no reason a grown-ass man in full police gear with a taser couldn't take him down. And That's he'd be alive. You look at our police force versus other police forces, you've got... I go back to America because it's the biggest one, the biggest country with everything. If they were handed... Like, if they didn't have the gun problem that they had where everyone has the right to carry they should be using tasers so that they yeah. don't shoot these people. But unfortunately, their com their country's got this whole shenanigans going on. Yeah. France, on the other hand, doesn't have legal firearms. So the only people walking around with those firearms is the French, yeah. like the police. Why are they going... Why are they going around with these most likely MP5s? Because that's just like the, the handgun of or SMG of choice for any like military force or police force. Yeah. Why are they going around doing that? Yes, there are bad things going on, but if there's no need for that to be out on the streets, hazers, it is a non-lethal yeah. way to neutralize a situation unless the situation dictates it like a firearm has been seen this guy shot the, this kid at 17 years old has shot people or has used a knife to stab yeah. people there should be no reason not only the fact that he was a teenager he wasn't even an adult because an adult is 18 he was 17 years old he wasn't even experiencing life yet and for him to have lost his life to the police force which is meant to protect to protect with their use of firearms. Yeah. There's, there's no excuse. And then you've got Mackerel Face blaming video games, social medias. And teenagers. No. <laughs> and teenagers. But this is an old guy that's still set in his old ways that isn't the most yeah. loved person in the world at the moment because he's made so many bad decisions. Yeah. It needs... They the, the need holding accountable. And using video games as a scapegoat isn't going to happen. It's been disproven in so many different studies that it doesn't do it. It's not true. It doesn't actually affect people's behavior and psyche. I mean, I, I imagine mean, in some saying. rare cases it does, but they're the exception, not the, not the rule. You know what I mean? The thing is, when you look at it, like studies and stuff, video games don't cause people to be violent because when we don't want to be violent because we're getting the dopamine and yeah. that hits like that from playing the games and experiencing these things why would i there are a few occasions where video games have caused someone to but, look at life and go yeah i'm going to do this but, but the thing is i don't i don't think occasion. i don't think that's video games doing it. i don't think it's a video game causing someone to be violent i think that's a violent person playing video games yeah there's going to be something underlying there. 
But yeah, so France aren't very popular at the minute. And I do hope anyone who is there, anyone who's like sort of in the areas where the riots are happening, I hope you're staying safe. Stay indoors. Lock your doors. Just, just look after yourselves. Yep. And I, I, I think the upper hand from it all is, as you said, stay indoors, stay safe. But yeah. I think the main thing to do, if anyone from France listens to this other than Maze, because we know what Maze gets up to, if the if the riots are turning to from a peaceful we want justice riot to a criminal riot that's when you need to look at it and go we've lost the you've kind of lost you've lost the, the message behind the riot yeah and that's when you need to take a step down and return yeah. it back to the because at the end of the day, what's to say that the police... And I, I hope this doesn't happen at all. But I hope that if it did turn like that, what's to say that police won't work, happen? It won't happen again yeah. to a protester. And then that's more loss. And the, the, sad, the sad thing is as well is there's probably police in there who share the same views as the rioters. But it's their job to put that uniform and stand out there and they'll be getting battered and bruised and have stuff lobbed at them. And they probably are just disgusted at this policeman's actions as everyone else. It's like when you saw, yeah. going back to the George Floyd thing like you talked about, there were police there that sit there and said, no, we agree with you. We're disgusted by what the dude did and he should be held accountable. This is the one thing I've... Yeah. For anyone who's listening who doesn't know, I am ex-police. So this, this sort of stuff is stuff I do feel very strongly about because the one thing I've always stood by and said is... No one hates a scummy copper more than good coppers. But because we're all under one window, when one of us does something wrong, we all have to be held accountable, which is right. It is right. Which is why you do look yeah. at places like, especially police forces are viewed as institutionally racist because unfortunately there is racism in there. And it's not good enough for most of us to not be racist because we should be all holding each other to that personal accountability that there shouldn't be any room for it anyway. Obviously, that's an ideal world. That never happens. So we have to sit there and think, yes, we are going to be tarnished with this brush because of certain people, and it's our job to rise above that and take the higher moral ground anyways. Because, and this is one thing that we've always said, is you will spend, we will, in the police, you will spend every day seeing multiple different people. At the end of your career, you've probably dealt with thousands of different people. However, most of them people you've dealt with probably only ever have one running with the police and it's probably you so if you are a shitbag that will taint their view of the police permanently so you always have That's to be you is. always have to be good which is the one thing i prided myself on is i thought i was pretty bloody good at my job but i knew people that weren't and i thought if they look at you like we, we had one with a group of kids at a bus station i was paired up with another copper who was having who had just had a shit attitude they hated her they loved me and because they love me, they didn't hate all the police. They were like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're, you're sound, you. They all watched me fall over and break my wrist on duty. It was funny. Like, we had a good laugh about it after. But, you know what I mean? It's it's a hard game to play with. Because I, do, I don't hate the police, but I do feel like, especially now, Mackerel Face and the French police need to, need to be held accountable. And I think any police that are of sound mind and have the head screwed on straight should also be there saying no. We, this dude needs to be held accountable. We can't just be going in fighting the p people in the streets because it's not going to solve anything. 
that's the thing. It's it when you look at everything that happened. I I'll constantly refer back to the George Floyd. Um, no, it's the most prevalent one recently, incident. isn't it? It's the most fresh in everyone's there, mind. There's videos there, and as you uh, something that you said and to touch on, there are police that are completely against the why they are fighting against the rioters. Yeah. And it's the fact that you had rioters go up to the police that they could see weren't happy with the state or the position that they were in. Yeah. And it was that show of love between the two people where I think I saw a video online where one copper was there. He walked out towards the protesters and said, I'm here with you. What I'm here for is to keep you safe so yeah. that this does not develop into a another situation and yeah yeah and then they then they hugged that's the way a riot should be not the destruction of property um risking other people's lives on both sides yeah it peaceful protest get the voice get the message across and hopefully get the justice for whoever has yeah. been wronged or the party of which they've lost a member of their family their friendship group the police aren't bad there are a few bad eggs in there yeah but the police let's be honest their biggest thing is to keep people protected yeah. and even though they're standing up against the rioters they are not the bad guys in their entirety they are out to just keep Try, try and safe. keep as many people out of trouble as possible, which yeah, it's hard to do when you've got thousands of people throwing Molotovs. <laughs> but you know, yeah. but I hope any police that aren't shitbags, I hope they stay safe on the streets. Anyone who is out writing, stay safe. Don't set people's yeah. fucking businesses on fire because the businesses haven't done anything to you. And yeah. anyone who isn't keep part it of it, just between... stay out of it. Stay as far away from possible. Yeah. Stay safe. Because it's, it's going to get messy. Voice, get your message across, but don't harm yourself, harm others, or harm property and business. Yeah. Because you're just losing the message that you yeah. have. And all they'll do is the, the, tax the, the, you more at the end of it to repair it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so from that, we're going to go into a lighter note, because that is a very, a very serious topic. Yeah. Um, Steam have come out and said uh, they are not allowing AI-made games over copyright issues. Now, the title of this article is a bit grey area. Um, they are allowing some. If you make an AI game, because obviously, as, you'll, as, you, as you know, there's been a lot of um, controversy with the AI stuff because it's basically taking over people's work and sampling it to create something new. Uh, anyone yep. who makes anything with AI-generated content in it now has to prove to Steam that every piece of source material that the AI has gone through is either fair use or owned by the creator. If it's copyrighted, they'll say no. Which... Um, yeah, it's... I, I think that's fair, personally. I think like, that's 100% fair. Yeah, it, it it's like Steam is basically trying to save and keep the genuine creators of this online material 
safe and actually give them account accounting i can't think of the word basically the creators some acknowledgement and safety yeah at the end of the day they've spent their own personal time creating the models the backgrounds the music the code whatever yeah and for an ai to just correlate everything for one person it could literally be one person in a in their bedroom creating a game with all this different stuff puts it on steam bam they're making money yeah someone else's handiwork and i think the fact that one of the biggest pc game stores virtually is saying is no. turning around and going no i honestly i've i've always loved steam even from the early days when gabe was still like in power yeah but but it's it's a power move though because it wasn't that long since was it that epic got in trouble for someone using their generated store and it turned out half the assets in epic's library were copyright infringed and someone tried to make a game using it and then tried to put it on and they were like well no because you can't use this stuff and it's like well epic you've put it on as fair use and epic got in trouble for that so i feel like off the back of epic having that for steam to then say well we're doing this i feel like it's such like a big fuck you to epic and i'm i'm living for it it's so petty and i love it but I do feel like it's the right time for them to do this, because obviously, I don't know if you've seen the news articles this week, but a new uh, NSFW um, AI mod for Skyrim's released. So you can basically make all of the... Sam's downloading that this afternoon. You can basically... It takes all the voice lines from the people and samples them through again. So you can have sex scenes with characters fully voiced. And as you can There's imagine, something with Warcraft as well. Was that Warcraft a similar issue? An that, that it's not so NSFW, but an AI. It's an AI add-on that goes through and voices all of the quest lines for yeah. every single quest in Warcraft Classic. That's pretty cool. Great. It's it's a great thing to have those things voiced, but from Skyrim's point of view, the NSFW. I mean, yeah. I won't ever need porn again. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lydia! Come here, darling! Um, but it's weird because no, no, me and... It's, um, it's the Huntress. Give me the Huntress. The other, the other week when Felix was on the podcast, we were talking about this. It's like, it was such a cool idea because the, the mod initially released, not NSFW, it was just a thing that people could use to... It actually let you do it as well. If you put your microphone on, you could speak into it and it would process what you're saying in real time. And they'd respond to you and they'd remember conversations. And I remember me and Felix were talking about it. And we were like, this is really cool. But then we were like, you could fuck with this so badly. Like, our topic that we got onto is, if you really wanted to, you could make Lydia a hardcore Nazi. You shouldn't, but you could, realistically. And it's probably going to happen because there are shitbags out there. And now, a few weeks later, here we go. Oh, they're fucking all of the AI, all of the AI characters now and making them do voice lines. And as you can imagine, a lot of the voice actors are not happy. Because why would you be? Why would you sit there and be happy if you voiced a line that's just like, hello, weary traveler, would you like ale? And now your character's going, oh, yeah, dragon bond, just like that, rip me, asshole. You know what I mean? It's not going to go down well in the voice acting community. I wouldn't be happy with it, actually. I don't need an AI to do it because I've now got that voice line of me just straight up saying it. But yeah, it's 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 a weird one. 
Um, and I feel like it is a, a you know dangerous I'm go game. And, clip that, and that's going to be a sound clip. That's probably going to be the opening sound for the podcast. I'm not going to lie for when we edit it in. That's going to be my text message tone. Just saying. <laughs> Every time you get this, oh yeah, Dragonborn, rip me, daddy. But um, <laughs> why do I keep doing this to myself? But yeah, so there's some issues with that, um, which I do feel like when you've got stuff like that, it is a dangerous game. So like having Steam being there, like, no, look, if you're going to use any sort of AI thing, you have to prove you own all the assets. Otherwise, we're going to get rid of it. I know that's not going to be the same for mods and stuff. I wonder if Nexus mods are going to do a similar thing. Or let's face it, if it's an NSFW and it's probably Lovers Lab that's released it, in which case you've got no chance because whoever runs that is fucked in the head. But it is what it is. I think the big AI content shit that's going on... Yeah. AI has become such a big thing at the moment. It's so you can prevalent. use AI for anything. You can use it on your phone to have it as a personal assistant that yeah. learns your habits and behaviors. You can use it to uh, you can use it to voice like do a do some voice acting for you. Yeah. But sound like anyone in the world. Like if I want wanted Matt Mercer to do just like a, a trailer intro for my my streams. I could get an AI to sound like Matt Mercer and say exactly well, what I thing, I you can literally to do. just set an AI watching Critical Role for a whole night and then just have it come back and be like, I want you to use this voice. And it'd do it. But it's stuff like you go down TikTok nowadays, every fifth video is like Plankton or Freddie Mercury singing a song. And it sounds like they're actually yeah. doing it and it's pretty cool. But it's also it's, at the same cool, time, it's a dangerous it's game. Also- yeah, I think for anything that is like a, a video game, like a character from like a TV show, like a cartoon TV show, or someone that has passed, hearing Freddie Mercury's voice again through an AI he, is he's fucking, fucking amazing. But at but the same time, it's... To mess with people's livelihood with voice acting, uh, music production, yeah. graphic design, everything is being affected by AI. Well, it's like you look at AI, AI now, the fact that when uh freddie mercury passed queen employed adam lambert to replace freddie mercury adam lambert at the time let's face it was kind of fading out of relevancy and now he's the lead singer of queen if this ai facility had been there considering you can already hologram people we've seen him do it in concerts before for other people between that and the ai singing adam lambert would have been out of a job which is crazy to think the thing that makes me worried is you've got if ai was a thing back when was it fast seven where paul walker died oh he'd have stayed in the films forever he yes his brother would have been there but they spent so much time and effort like molding paul walker's face on his brothers so that they could film that final scene yeah whereas now you can just slap it on there in 10 minutes with an ai yeah, I agree with what Sarah's yeah. put in chat. It, it's the is it in good taste thing, which is what we were talking about, um, what I was talking about last week on the podcast with the whole Carrie Fisher thing um, in Star Wars, which is they milked her after she died and it was pretty shit, whereas when they did the new Ghostbusters, they had What's-His-Face who passed away in the end of it. like His ghost appeared and it was like, because it was his baby, it was nice to see him be there when they brought the 
thing to a close. So it's like it's a very different vibe going on. But I do I do agree the AI thing is is getting out of hand. It's a tool that AI is very useful and very good. Yeah, but, AI needs to be monitored. It needs to be restricted, not just by Steam, but by a lot of people. And I, I part of me says that because if you go into chat GBT, yeah. You can get an AI to write you an essay. You can get it to write you a script of code. And it's not the fact that I'm worried that Skynet and Terminator and all that sort of shit's going to like happen. But, but it is. With every single bit of data that it, those AIs are getting additional resources for and that they're going off and learning from. Yeah. What's not to say that it's AI is harmless at the moment to a degree but what's to say that it's not going to be even more harmful in the future <clears throat> yeah and i think with steam restricting ai content it's, it's a, it's a good move, move and i think that more people need that more people need to take that same stance they all need to start restricting it having giving power back to the people that are actually making the stuff and not an ai just grabbing this that and the other molding it together and saying here's a brand new piece that we created um thank you very much give us money yeah well i mean at the same time there's like the chat gpt mod for skyrim the non-nsfw one that mixed with the ever-evolving vr platform them two together being able to put a headset on and go into this world that once you've modded it looks real and sit there and actually have conversations with the AI companions who remember your conversations and actually give you active responses and stuff. It's going to get to a point where that is so fucking amazing that you, it would feel I'd real. So, so I would want that for something like a Sword Art Online game, an anime that's based on VR. Yeah. Um, I would love that. I'd love to play a game and actually have a full-blown conversation with an AI. Yeah. They remember it, and I keep going back, and I get a, a, a good relationship with these people. It's the it's great, but the fact that AI is so loose on the world at the moment, because yeah. everywhere and everywhere... I mean, my TikTok comes up and shows um, the top 10 things, uh, top, top 10 AI websites and apps to use for each individual thing. Yeah. Like writing essays, coding and stuff. There's so many videos that could pop up on my TikTok about that. And it's like, there's so much diversity with these AIs now. They're everywhere. Put them back in the box. Give them a bit of a restriction. And we can go from there. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a scary one. It is a scary yeah. one. But As Felix has just said, they had GDPR training about how AI, uh, how we can have someone yeah. copy your voice. Well, just above that on chat AI. as well, what Sarah said about like the fact that someone's used AI and deepfake technology to make a fake Martin Lewis video for money-saving advice, and it's being used to scam people. That's terrifying. Yeah. And the, the thing is then, Martin Lewis, even though he's had nothing to do with this, he's going to feel guilty because his likeness has been used to scam these people. And it's kind of sad. But 
I don't know. I, I like AI and I don't. I feel like it very much needs to be limited. I don't feel like it should be as open source so everyone can just get to it. That's the worry. Yeah. But then again, the majority of people won't be using it for anything malicious. No, but there's always that one There's bad always egg. that one bad egg, but let's face it, the one bag bad egg probably would find a way to access it whether they liked whether we liked it or not. I mean, let's be honest, that one bad egg's probably fucking mackerel face. <laughs> or Elon Musk. Elon Musk going, AI, tell me how I can beat threads. I was just about to say, what are your thoughts on Facebook coming out of the woodwork and going, here's a Twitter here's a Twitter rival? I like it and I don't. It's very basic and you can't filter out. It doesn't really have the algorithm on it yet going. So like I keep getting shit for like football clubs and Tom Brady and I'm like, fuck off. I don't care. I, I'm the same. But I feel like as time goes on, because it is a brand new thing, we've been on it since day one, it'll start to learn algorithms and stuff and it'll start to filter out better. The one thing I do like is Jamie Oliver's not blocked me on this. So I'm you can back. give him abuse. Yeah, I can bully him again. It's brilliant. Give but yeah, no, I business, you little cunt. The first thing I did when I found his account was comment about Turkey Twizzlers. Good man. It's like, ah, Honestly, fuck you, that's Jamie. that's why I respect you, you Steve Jobs, turtleneck-wearing, yeah. beautiful man. Thank you. See, I look like Steve Jobs, and you look like the dude from Apple who actually knew what to do with computers. So you're Steve Jobs, and I'm uh, Wozniak. Yeah. Because let's face it, actual people who know stuff about computers don't wear turtlenecks. They wear hoodies and t-shirts because they're we, probably going to be on the floor. We wear the casual shit. Although I'm kind of like hail Satan at the moment. They just, so. just pull it out from under your man tits. Hey, that was, that was my belly roll, okay? That wasn't my man tits. My <laughs> man tits don't flop over yet. There's still time. Mine do. Um, but yeah, so well, I, feel, I think we've said everything we can say about AI, really, haven't we? Other than just repeating ourselves. So we'll move on to the next one. Yeah. Uh, so the next topic is Gollum's Studio. We're supposed to be making the next <laughs> Lord of the Rings game. That's now been cancelled, and the developer is no longer making video games. Daedalic uh, Games are no longer in the video game developing comp uh, industry. Sorry. Um, uh, it says here they're news. undergoing many changes following the poor reception of the game. Poor reception is a fucking understatement. Absolute fucking shambles uh, of the game, let's be honest. But yeah, yes, this is because of Gollum. But going forwards, they've promised they're no longer developing games, they're going to be a publisher only. However, they do have eight promising releases set for this financial year. Can't wait to not hear anything about any of them. Um, okay, let's be honest. Gollum, I liked the look of it from like the announcement. But to see what the game was released in, the state that it was released in, no company should release anything that is that broken, so further from what they promised, got some financial gain. If it was a free-to-play game... Yeah, but it was 60, no odd, 60, 60 quid. Not 60 a chance. 60 fucking quid for a game that Gollum looked more like some oh. twat that I see down in the local boozer on a Friday night with greasy hair me it doesn't look like Gollum no he doesn't but he looks a bit like Steve Buscemi if he if Steve Buscemi was a, a fleshlight that had been forgotten under a cat owner's bed that's what he looked like to me 
Um, and I, just, I don't get the creative decision behind it. It looked like it was from a PS2 game. And from the trailers, it looked like they were trying to rip off the Sticks games. And I've said this before, the Sticks games, if no one's ever played them, I don't know what platforms are on, but I know for a fact they're on Xbox. Play them. They're really good. They're really small adventure games, um, stealth adventure games, that are based on... Not based on, sorry. They're available on Game Pass. Recommend them. They're great. Gollum, not so much. <laughs> Gollum was... Uh, it was an interesting decision. So it's on all platforms. Sticks is. This. Yeah, yes, if you get a chance, play Xbox Sticks. One and, place, and PC. Sticks is very fun. There's two of them. Um, but yeah, no, uh, it's and not a good game. Just, just, just to like sweeten the deal for everyone, Steam is holding a sale. Uh, the game itself is £1.79, and for the game and the DLCs, it's five forty-four. Can't go wrong. Just for anyone that would like you to You can't go, go wrong and, at that price. Delve into it. Um, but yes, 100% recommend them if anyone does want to have a look. Thank you for Googling the prices. But we have still no got, we have still got um, some Lord of the Rings games coming at least. The, the thing is, I like... So as long as the Dwarf of Moria game... Yeah, Return to Moria is still coming. I, as long as that lives up to the hype that I hope it will, I'm excited. But the fact that the Gollum studio has said we're no longer making games great fucking news yeah that is the best news that i've heard because a game that flops that fucking badly from a developer that hasn't really released anything that we know of i think they've published a few things but i don't think i've ever heard of anything they've actually produced but no uh, return to mario we're still getting you'll be happy to know about that and then we're also getting the one that i'm skeptical of which is the uh, lord of the rings mmo from the creators of new world because obviously we all know how rocky New World was at launch. But Gollum is exceptionally shit. Honestly, I'm having a look at the game list and there's nothing. Nothing that is out there that looks like... Yeah, there's no game here within the last... Well, between this year and 2008 yeah. that I, I know... It just, it just blows my mind, though, how you've got two companies, one of them with more resources, being Daedalic, who were given a Lord of the Rings game that was super basic. Basic gameplay. They all, they all they had to do was make it work. They fucked up. You then had the other company. I can't remember what the names were. It was the ones who did Hogwarts Legacy. The last game they made was the Hannah Montana movie tying game. And they managed to make an open-world free roam harry potter rpg adventure game with a decent story avalanche. avalanche that's it they managed to make that and it was fucking good and despite a controversy yeah. already sitting on that game managed to make bank on it and then these guys who had a fucking out of the park hit of a game just given to them on a silver platter they couldn't even make Gollum right and i'm like yeah. what the <laughs> fuck Literally. Avalanche games, they went from... They made a couple of the Mortal Kombat's back in 1996. Yeah. They then went to making the Rugrats games. In the 90s. And then the TAC games. Were these all in the 90s? On, uh, TAC games, early 2000s. Okay. Like 2002, 2004. Then, 
a big leap to 2007 when they made the Hannah Montana game all the way through to 2014 when they made uh, Disney Infinite. They're the developers for that. It was also pretty shit. Then they made, in 2017, they made Cars 3, the video game. Which was also pretty shit. And then to come out of the woodwork with these small titles that were just, they were just given the access to make, to then go from Disney Infinite to Hogwarts Legacy. He's a massive leap. Yeah. And the fact that, as you said, Dalek fucking... They were, handed, they were handed this game on a silver plate. All they needed to do, realistically, was make a decent-looking stealth game. That's all they had to do. Yeah. But it's shit. It's buggy. It's full of um, death lock positions. So, like, so you can't save scum it because you just spawn and get detected and spawn and get detected and spawn and get detected. The gameplay is repetitive and dull. The people are repetitive and dull. The colour palette of the game is repetitive and dull. Steve Buscemi's hairy cat fleshlight face is there. And it's just so much bogging it down that it's very hard to find a positive to say about it. I think the only positive I could probably say about it is if you frisbee it across a garden, it catches good fucking air. But how the person with the walk in the park game fucked up and the people who were given an impossible task to outdo a controversy to make a perfect harry potter game having only made mediocre shit games um since 1996 and suddenly harry potter is actually amazing well hogwarts sorry not harry potter harry potter's not in it but hogwarts is amazing and the golem is shit and i'm like what the fuck that's a role reversal i never saw coming but it happened. The fact, is, the fact is, I was really looking forward to the Gollum game. I loved Gollum in the Lord of the Rings franchise and the Hobbit franchise. And the fact that the the lore that... Um, was it Tolkien? Yeah. Before I fucked this up. The lore behind the entire Lord of the Rings fran- franchise that Tolkien made, there was so much that it, it could have gone with. There's so yeah. much there. But they just, they swung and they missed. And then you got Hogwarts, which was like, we knew a few things about the past, but it was basically a brand new game. Yeah. With brand new lore that doesn't even have to tie in with anything to do with Harry Potter. The fact that people lost a shit just because one of the professors was a Weasley. I loved that. And one of the professors was part of the Black family. Love it. And that, don't get me wrong, there was many an issue with Hogwarts Legacy. It wasn't perfect, and it was one of them for me I struggled with. Once I put it down, I struggled to pick it back up again. I've still not finished it. But for all I, intents I'm, and purposes, exactly it is a solid game. It It's aesthetically pleasing. The gameplay is fun. The story is a bit lacklustre, but for all intents and purposes, it does what it needs to do. Like, I can't complain about the game. Like I said, it's by no means perfect, and I'm probably not going to finish it, but I enjoyed what I played. The fact that you've... When it comes to uh, Harry Potter, you've gone from the old Harry Potter games that were on, like, the PlayStation 2 the and 3. The movie ones. Where you, where, where you were literally collecting beans in, like, the first couple with, like... Mate, Ron Weasley in the, in the Prisoner of Azkaban, Prisoner of Azkaban games going, Oh, you've got beans! <laughs> Dumb. I love this. Oh, look at all them boons. He was so aggressive. 
to then learning the botany, learning yeah. all of the spells, because you only hear about four fucking spells in the films. Yeah. Really? Um, well, that's the thing in the films. Your Expelliarmus is just like your Swiss Army spell, really, isn't it? Yeah. Literally, it's when... Ga do you really hear of Wingardium Leviosa after that first iconic one? It's like when oh, the really? they teach you Alohomara to open some locks in this, like, the first movie, and then suddenly by the rest of the movies, it's like either every door's unlocked or it's like, oh no, it's locked, we'll find another way around. It's like, just fucking Alohomara it! Oculus Repero! How many times? If you, if you think about it, Oculus Repero. Oculus's glasses, Repero is repair. So surely you'd just change Oculus to Limbus, Limbus, Repero. Oh, look, Harry's arm's fixed. No, not Professor Lockhart in the second movie. Fucking dick. Sorry. <laughs> you, you, you are so I got, passionate. I got too are. into that. The thing is, I don't even particularly like Harry Potter that much. I'm a fan of him. But I wouldn't say I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. But I don't know why. I just really got passionate about that spell. Sorry, everyone. I just... <laughs> but the fact that a, a game developer can't make a game good in this day and age, or they're an old developer that has come out of the woodwork, been given the golden chalice, yeah. and then fucked it up. And, but the thing is, we see it with a lot of people. A lot of these smaller developers yeah we get really good we get really hyped for something and it fails yeah would you like it, something else to be would you like something else to be hyped about would your you... sex tape is going to be live this evening yes no tomorrow on OnlyFans. Um, <laughs> onlyfans.tv forward slash archbother it's just me wearing a turtleneck and nothing else. Um, Among Us is getting an animated TV series on CBS made by Owen Dennis, who is the same creative mind behind Star Trek Lower Decks and Big Mouth. So uh, it could be interesting. Realistically, I can't see it being interesting, considering none of these people have mouths unless they open the torso and eat you. I don't think, thing, it would it be like a comedy horror, do you reckon? Would I don't know what it's going to be like, because the only time that, that your character speaks in Among Us is when you speak. Yeah. Now, are they going to do it where it's a silent thing with like background music, with text on a screen, like a manga series? animated to the tv i think that could be cool but if they're going to turn around and start giving them faces it's basically like the fucking it's like space alien meets power rangers yeah or space alley tubbies with fucking monsters that come out of their chest to eat you i it could be fun it could be a good laugh but yeah there's no information on sort of anything about it other than the fact it's happening so um, um, Among Us is one of those games that came out during lockdown and it was funny as fuck. But the fact that it's now overhyped to the point where that we're getting an animated series, I can't see it doing well. Well, that's the Even thing, though, is it's one of them where, because it's based on Among Us, I'm like, ah, oh, that could be shit. But 
if you just turn around and told me we're getting a comedy horror animated series based on a lot of people where there's like aliens who kill people and pretend to be them and try try to act like human beings i'd probably sit there and say you know what that sounds like a pretty funny concept like you just have yeah. a random dude just appears behind your eight creep and he's like ah yes i too am man person like that could be quite funny but the fact that it's got the Among Us thing slapped on it, I don't know what it is about it. It just feels like it's going to try and be too relatable to the game. And when, with a game like that where nothing is actually that funny about it, it's the players that make it funny. Yeah. It's, it's, I, yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure yeah. where it's going to go um, with it. Exactly what you just said, though. Among Us wasn't a good game deep down. There was it a was player a base. Because of you because of the people that you'd get into a voice chat, a voice call with, yeah. be in there, and it'd be funny as fuck, and like, you just look at the days when it was first started coming about. Disguised Toast, his big thing was having the big IQ plays of like saying that he's with this person and that person. Yeah. It was the funny parts like that. How are they going to translate that into an animated TV show where the characters, unless they're going to be voiced like us in discord calls it's not going to hit well yeah you might as well just call it among us cocomelon edition <laughs> cocomelon <laughs> fucking hate cocomelon so did much fudge yeah and no, i it's one of them that I do, I do feel like there is potential there for it to be a good a good show but i'm i'm going to remain skeptical about it definitely going to remain skeptical just like I'll the squirrel it, i'm honest but yeah, it depends. If I can watch it on something I've already got, I'll probably give it a go. But to be fair, big mouth for me. I don't particularly find that this is going to be this is going to upset some people. I think big mouth is pretty shit for the most part. There I've are there, there are funny elements to it, so I can sit and watch it and still quite easily enjoy myself. But it's never something I go out of my way and watch. The only reason I watch it is because Huffle watches it. Um, I've never watched it. Star Trek Below Deck. I think is the most boring shit I've ever seen in my entire life. I would rather have an anime that's like really dips into like the horror side of things and have it be made by the people who made like, I don't know, bloody Castlevania. That for me would be a much better animated game tie-in. Because they could take a game like Castlevania, which, yeah, there is a story there. And yes, it's quite a big lore thing, but for the most part, you're only playing it for that Metroidvania gameplay. And they can make an anime with a solid solid story all the way through and yeah like i said the, the law there is already established so they've got something to work with but i feel like they can work they can do more with less can that company yeah whereas i feel like well, big big mouth up. and stuff like that one of their strongest assets was the john mulaney writing and voicing in it which john mulaney isn't doing much of that anymore because john mulaney is currently uh fresh out of rehab and trying to recover from that that's what his whole latest netflix special was about so i don't know it's gonna be i'm gonna like i said i'll give it a go if i can get on it for free but i'm not gonna go seek it out if i can't i'll just fuck it off but that is our lot samuel yeah just like harry potter we have had the lot (sighs) to be fair it's been a good good chat to be fair it has. Oh, we've, had, we've had a lot to choose from. I had a list twice as long as this, and I, I sort of put it down to the ones that I thought we'd actually have some stuff to talk about. I was like, that one will just be, oh, well, this is happening. 
move on. Yeah, like, you know we'll skip that tangents, shit. So. Well, considering I mean, before we even started, we started World War Three. So it's a perfect example of why we're so great on this together. But yeah, yeah. we've been going for near two hours now. Yeah, and we've only had seven topics that we've really put on the docket. Yeah, if you doubled that, then we'd still be going by fucking lunchtime. Oh, 100%. Well, it is lunchtime, to be fair. I'm fucking starving. But I only woke up like two hours ago, so this is... I only, I, I only woke up three hours ago, but yeah, I've not had any breakfast, so I'm, I'm peckish. But yeah. So everyone, that is our lot for today. Thank you very much for joining us today. I have been Yorkshire Bother. I have been Dark MCR. And this has been... I don't know why I said it cheap. like that. Because you're a sultry seductress. Um, and this oh, has been... Yeah. This has been Cheat Codes Aren't Cheating After Hours. Uh, <laughs> episode After 6. Hours. Call me now for a chat. And we shall see you all in the next one, which won't be for a couple of weeks because I'm away this weekend coming up and I'm away the week after... Um, I should be back at some point. I don't know how much energy I'm going to have because I'm going away for a week. Um, but well, 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 words are hard. The thirtieth will probably be the next. Yeah, depending on energy, energy wise, depending on how I'm feeling when I get back, because I'll be getting back on the day before. Um, probably the thirtieth. We'll see. I'll double check all the new stuff, and if it's a bit stale, if there's not much there, we'll probably drop it back a week just to give more stuff time to build up. But we'll be back. But until next time, everyone, stay sassy, stay slutty, stay sexy, have something good to eat, have a laugh, have a cry, have a wank, have a very nice rest of your days, and we shall see you all in the next one. Toodaloo, au revoir, and a goodbye, everybody! I just love the fact that you've given me permission to have a wank, so great. Fuck's sake. <laughs>